Asha city, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow, where dancers cavort in forbidden operas, making love to forgetting and flame, where the wealthy play at war with silver swords and silken sashes, where the people mine the dead heart of a burning star for cannonballs and pipework, and where a thousand secrets hide in a forest of paper and ink. Here, the five key bearers reside, the five who know the secrets of the broken gates of death. Five. Five only. There is no sixth spire, forlorn and forgotten in the desert. There is no one who looks to the displaced, the poor and destitute and landless, whose ancestry has been stripped from them by foreign looms and foreign sparkcraft, and no one has ever heard of the House of Endings. But this is their story. Their roots pulled up and burned, they stand in filth up to their necks. And that is precisely why they must keep their heads ever high. Welcome to Uduasha, immigrant. May it fear the name of the house you will build. Welcome to Desperate Tattoo, an actual play podcast about characters with their identities in peril, played by an international cast devoted to fiction-first gaming, collaborative world-building, and complex character drama. Last time on Desperate Tune, we were introduced to Bidrohi, Moss, Mushvik and Saida, Ketrisi refugees and the last members of the Rising Moon Sword School. The crew was approached by Al-Qadr Al-Khatam, self-appointed man of the people. He claimed to have a contact from the old country who could save the Ketrisi refugees, and all the crew had to do was look after an important letter. Once his contact was in town and received said letter, all would be well. For now, the crew just had to keep an eye on it. Though skeptical, they accepted the letter from Al-Qadir and sent him on his way. Unable to contain his curiosity, Mushfik tore open the envelope and found that the contents were not a letter at all, but some sort of pedant of nobility. Saida, better versed in bureaucracy, deciphered the document and learned that it detailed the transfer of a title from Ketris to Udwasha. Adamant that the crew shouldn't be complicit in the theft of Ketrisi land, Saida headed out to get in touch with one of her contacts and find out exactly what the document could do before deciding what to do with it and Moss followed suit. Al-Khadr had mentioned that Omid, adversary of Khetrisi independence and Mushfik's arch-nemesis, was also after the document. Knowing that his involvement could be nothing but bad news, Mushfik and Gidrahi also took off to find out what he was up to. As it happened, both parties had business at the Chipped Cup, the entertainment venue and espionage hotbed. There, Moss blended in with the clientele and monitored the situation. Saida discreetly scoped out one of her contacts, and Gidrahi and Mushfik yelled at the top of their lungs if anyone had seen that bastard Omid around. The latter's approach was simple, yet effective, as one of the patrons came forward. She told them that Omid had been in town recently, regarding some sort of black market deal. Picking up on the fact that she didn't seem very fond of Omid, Bidrohi and Mushvik suggested that they might all benefit from his demise, and it could be arranged, if she was willing to help. Though she realized she was getting involved in something way out of her depth, the informant told them of Omid's whereabouts. And before they went their separate ways, Bidrohi asked her to relay a message to Omid, hoping to goad him into revealing his hand and attacking them instead. Well, very good. So she heads off, and uh, I think around about now, Saida's contact manifests. And obviously, Moss is still spying on this conversation, so feel free Mm -hmm. to jump in. Um, But another person in a lizard mask appears, striding out, and they have this beautiful lizard mask. They have fairly long robes. I think it's a, a person of indeterminable gender in these clothes and all. But Excellent. they sit down, 
and uh, mm. they uh, uh, hmm do you have this conversation here? Yes, I think you do. I think this kind of like you have a connection with Mr. Rohini, but not like an intimate private one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. So I think it's not that you can't be overheard, but you are in a in a private corner. I think the situation is such that people can see you but not necessarily hear you, and this is by design. Right. So that yeah. if you turn out to be untrustworthy, people can like intervene. But yeah. yeah. Sure, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the person in the mask says, uh, uh, I happen to be in the vicinity, and what can I do for you? Uh, I hoped to ask for a connection. Is such a thing as possible? Of course it's possible. All things are possible. Mm-hmm. In the fullness of time. Well, I have recently come into possession of a document that appears to extend certain rights and privileges to a Ketrisi nobleman of uh, no particular name, something of a passport. Ooh. I wished. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. You're yeah. Playing with very open cards here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think like what is happening here is uh, that Saida believes in this case that um, Mr. Rohini has already done them a favor personally, right? And this is um, this is something my dad says, funnily enough, that like the best way to get somebody to like you is to get them to help you, which yeah. is that they think if they help you that you're mm-hmm. deeper in that pocket, right? Yeah. Um, but that makes the relationship stronger. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, like, it, it's good that nobody else can hear us, but Saida doesn't have a problem just saying this to uh, Mr. Rohini and, you know, the intermediary, right? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Saida will just say, um, I need to know what kind of danger this places me in. Mm-hmm. And I need to know whether I need to get rid of it. Ah, very good. Hmm. Is this associated with risk? I think it is, because just mentioning mm. this is. So I think yeah, it's controlled. Sure, absolutely. Controlled mm. standard. You are relying on a yeah. contact, so you can get a plus one. And I don't think there's yeah. any clock or anything being ticked here for this interaction, because like, basically you have exposed yourself to risk by involving Mr. Ohini. So I think that's the cost. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They're not a good friend. They're not a person you can perfectly trust. That's why there is a controlled yeah. consequence here. Yeah. And this is a straightforward consort, right? Like, this is the mm-hmm. most, like, yeah, which has zero yeah. dice in, but I'll get one die because I know Mr. Rohini. Mm-hmm. Um, so, controlled standard? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I will just roll it because mm-hmm. I think that, um, what do I think? Yeah. I think that there is no reason to take another Devil's Bargain. We already had one in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's just see how this goes. Oh, for fuck's sake. I forgot to add the bonus die again. But we just, it's a three and a six, so we can put the leftmost into the three. So let's mm-hmm. just say that it's a three. Yeah. Um, on a control, you can re-approach. With, yes. We can take a different approach, right? If you fail you completely. Can. Yeah, so I think... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the straightforward, uh, the straightforward uh, thing is the intermediate will ask a counter question. Uh, yeah. Very pointedly, 
turn to you yeah. and say, who has the document? And this is one of those do not lie to me moments. Like, yes, absolutely. And unfortunately, the person who has the document is Pedro. It's in the room. Yeah. Yes. Um, man, it is so tempting for me to just sway here, but I don't think... Like, of course, you can try to lie, but that's risky. And saying yeah, yeah. who actually yeah, exactly. has the document is also risky. So. It's also risky. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I think that I will sway, but I'm actually going to sway. Change attitudes with manipulation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to, I'm going to say, I'm going to lie and I'm going to say I have. Um, okay. And yeah. That's risky. I think. I mean, you don't yeah, know exactly. that I've brought it here with me either. No. no, I do not. I do not know that. Yeah. No, you do know that Peter um, e and Mishvik had the document last, but. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. My, my presumption, to be clear, is that it's in the vault. Mm -hmm. um, which is where it should be. That's why there's a vault. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I will I will say um, you ask much, but I suppose I do too. I have it on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Risky standard. And I guess That's this right. is now risky standard, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna push myself here, I think. Uh, uh -huh. because this is this is stressful, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I do have this. Yeah, I do have a devil's bargain if you're interested. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, uh, I am. Now I am. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the devil's bargain is uh, is pretty straightforward, and mm. uh, it is that Mr. Rohini will be temporarily removed from your contact sheet. As in, not you don't have to take them off your sheet, but you won't have the ability to contact Mr. Rohini in this way again, because ah, this contact has yeah. just gotten too hot. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And being very open, right? Like, yeah. the, the, this is not the proper way to do this. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, this, maybe you know, this maybe is like a... that's conveyed to me as well. Yeah, exactly. This is the channel that is intended for like, hey, I have a tip. Not like, hey, I'm carrying contraband right now. <laughs> it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I think it makes perfect uh -huh. sense. Uh, I will absolutely take that. Okay. Um, so, uh, start a clock on your sheet. It's a six clock reestablished contact with Mr. Rohini. Until you fill yes. it, you cannot reach them. Yeah. One second. Uh, great. Six o'clock. And it's currently at zero. Lovely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'll roll a sway. Risky, standard, one bonus one die. Yep. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Five. Okay. Uh, yeah. So four or five so... and one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and what did you? What was it you wanted to find out? Because you get what you want here. Yeah. So what I want is I want to understand exactly what the document can do in the right hands, because mm -hmm. I like my, my my suspicion is that if I maybe the right hands are or some right? I don't actually know yet what this does. Like, what is mm -hmm. what is the right and privilege allow you to do, right? Yeah, so this does not establish you as quite as cool as a member of the Demon Houses. I think, you know, the, mm, your intermediary mm. explains this in not so many words, but they know the bureaucracy, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It does not establish you as quite so powerful, but what it does do mm. is it basically establishes something like kind of diplomatic immunity. And the way this mm. manifests is that if you just keep this document for yourself, which is very dangerous, then it is basically the blue coat intimidation claim. You have less heat. Because you ah. have somewhat of like, we we are a person of high standing in another Eruvian city, and Uduasha respects that. 
So whoever yes. holds this okay. document is much less likely to be investigated by the by the Fusan. Excellent. This is it very is, useful. It, it is that kind of document, right? There is power in this. The only thing that is missing from it is an official stamp. It needs to like be delivered to the correct place in Uduasha and just stamped as in like, yes, this is legitimate and recognized by our government. Yeah. Once it's stamped, um, yeah, whosoever holds the document is uh, not above the law entirely, but above the law than your average citizen. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, and I think, so that is like, what it does. so, yeah. yeah, this person tells me this um, and then says, you know, like, you can't use this again um, uh -huh. anytime soon, whatever. And yeah. I've got, like, a pack of fortune telling cards on me, right? And I think what I will do is I take them out and I will slip out a card and I will hand it to this person. Um, and I will say, uh, show this to me. No, um, whoever shows this to me, I will return the favor. Very good. So, And it's like, yeah. probably not even like a major arcana, right? It's probably like the four of paper or something like that. But it's like, yeah. like Saida knows which card it is and that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, you have slipped this card to the contact, they nod, and you will yeah. probably be given this contact once you've made some more work to find, yeah, yeah, to establish the connection. And then yeah. this person will uh, withdraw and leave. And the risky consequence yeah. here, unless you resist it, is mm -hmm. I think this person says, like, I am mm. unfortunately obliged to pass this on, this information on to relevant parties. Unless you resist uh, it, they will have to okay. tell other people okay. that this is a thing that exists. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is, I, uh -huh. as soon as they say this, I will say, um, I do not begrudge you your obligations. But if it's possible, I would prefer some of obfuscation. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, yeah, like, I think I understand that. And again, this is like professional courtesy, but at the same time, Maybe not, yeah. oh, it's the falling, the rising moon school. Maybe it's just yeah. somewhere in Bundavest, something like yeah. that, right? Like, maybe <laughs> I can just, like, muddy the water. If you don't, yeah. uh, if you don't resist this, she's just going to tell you what, what you told her, which is, Saida has it. So Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, you resist exactly. it, it'll more be like, a vaguely, this exists in the city, be aware. Yeah, which I think is fine. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest, I, I think I'll say that, and I will say... Um, my regards to uh what 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 would what would they say? Like it's not to your employer because they don't even know whether this is this could be. Yeah. I'll just, so I'll just say, please pass on my regards. And then I'm not yeah. gonna specify to whom. Yeah. It could be to anyone. Yeah. Indeed. I, I, you have no idea whether this is Mr. Rohini or an intermediary or something. Well, and what? that is exactly yeah. how Mr. Rohini for her <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Um so like maybe in an upcoming financial quarter. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh insight, right? Uh resist yeah. consequences from literally from deception. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Four. I'll take two stress. That seems mm -hmm. fine. Yep. Great. Okay. Yes. And my other question is Moss, if you are back. I think I am back. Yes. I I believe I hear you. Profoundly uh, annoyed at the fact that I am that I missed that conversation, but all right. Yes, this was the conversation you were spying on. Uh, yeah. what, what was learned, to recap it for you, is that Saida said, I have the letter on me, and 
this person said like, oh dear, I have to pass that on to relevant authorities. But it was explained precisely what the document is. And it is basically once you have it stamped and approved by Udwashan authorities, you are kind of above the law. And it represents the claim blue coat intimidation. Like the Fursan will hesitate about approaching any person who has this uh-huh. official document of, you know, not complete diplomatic immunity, but diplomatic discretion, let's say. Because mm-hmm. again, you know, it's a recognition that you are someone important in a different city. Yeah. Very useful to us. The mm-hmm. falconers who enforce the laws, they know that there are, in fact, different laws depending on your class. Yeah. Indeed. And this marks mm-hmm. you of being uh, of a higher class. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a very useful document, but there are more and more people who want it because you are talking quite openly about it. So. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. I think I'll go sit next to Zaida if the person is gone. Yep, yep. The person has departed and will not return to the chipped cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just going to, as you sit down, uh, I will look at you and say, um, so all three of you decided, no, 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 she doesn't speak like this to you. Um, she will say, so all three of you decided that you'll follow me. Hmm? I told him not to. Mm, yes, but you still decided that you would come. Ah, well, I suppose I, I suppose I did. Do you know what happens here? Well, not being eaten by monsters, as you threatened. Although that mask was quite frightening. Mm. The thing about a ritual monster is that all you need to do to summon it is to speak the right words. And all you need to do to fall into its trap is be caught in its gaze. And that person that I was just speaking to, I summoned them, and I did not want any of you caught in its gaze. But, well, I suppose here we are. Well, let's hope none of us were caught then. Good thing we are all very discreet. Um, yeah, as, as uh, Petrohi yeah. in the yeah. background is. No, yeah. no, I am very discreet. I have found yeah. someone to go to bed with. Aha, uh-huh. yes. Yeah, excellent. Good. Good for you. Not, um, <laughs> not the woman from the foreign quarter, someone who knows how to apply their makeup, presumably. But yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. So I have left, I have left uh, Shere Khatam with my friends. I don't know how that's working out. Fantastic. Probably not well. Yeah, we'll get back to that, but let's continue yeah, yeah. Moss's discussion <laughs> yes. for now. Do you think that uh, in our hands, the documents will be more useful for us than in Alcadar's hands? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at you, and I think probably this is where we established that I trust you more than I trust the other two, partially because we didn't li- genuinely live together, but also mm-hmm. maybe because you, like me, have like traveled across... Aruvia, right? So we have some of the same experiences. Right. Um, and I think I will lean in and say, um, well, it, if it were up to me, I might have tried simply selling it to Mr. Rohini, but I did not think that your brother and our friend would take kindly to that. Why? If I understand this correctly from what they what they told you, right? This might get some heat of her back. I think we possibly need that more room to maneuver 
then we need money specifically from setting this. Because... No, go on. We can get money other ways, is all she meant to say. Yeah, so I think I think Saida says... Um, because I'm not sure that we can meaningfully function as a school, as an institution for Ketrasi, if I go off and make the decisions, which I will be very honest with you, I am incredibly tempted to do. But I've been your age and I've been even Bidrohi's age and I've seen the kinds of things that Mushvik has seen. None of you would appreciate me not letting you have a say. So I did what I thought was wiser and I got some information. Now we can all discuss it. We should not do that here. Yeah. yeah, that's well. Well, I appreciate your generosity with our autonomy. And then I'm just going to turn and look at where Bidrohi's like left. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to turn back and look at you and say, um, I'm not kidding about the elder sibling stuff. He really needs an influence like that. And it's not going to be me because he thinks I'm an auntie. And would that be wrong? She says with a big grin, very <laughs> yeah, much like yeah. joking to like de deflect the question. Yeah. And I think like I will just say, um, aunties don't do the kinds of things I do. Anyway, for tonight, he, I think he's probably fine. He's found himself someone else to look after him, shall we? Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. rescue Mushfiq. Uh -huh. Yes, and the camera will pan over like. to camera will pan over to Mushfiq as you say this, and we will see one of uh, Bidro, his friends next to him, very enthusiastic, going like, "Yeah, man, you haven't lived until you've caught the wave of the Udu. You gotta try hang gliding. <laughs> you just gotta try it." It's Bahadur yes. Badr. It's Bahadur Badr. Badr. Yes, it is. Mm. Uh, okay, man, that guy's everywhere. <laughs> um. Mushbeek, a brave bat. Mm -hmm. is sitting in a kind of like he's just a re really leaning back in his chair, like uh, kind of to rest his back, kind of yeah. like I don't know, maybe like he thinks he looks really cool that way, but also it maximizes the distance between him and Bidro, his friends, while still technically yes. being at the table. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's just going, uh huh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, man, yeah, that that sounds great, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'll, I'll definitely, oh, I'll definitely, uh, we'll we'll catch up, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes like, all right, well, I I gotta move out. Gusts up, dude, <laughs> and he heads up to catch the gust. Sorry, did he say gusts up, dude? Yes, because yes. you know okay. it's not a surf, it's a gust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ride the Alcawabanga. Yep. <laughs> No. Yep, I have decided no. this is how Bahadur Badur talks for some reason. That's really He's, good. Yeah. I think I established very little about him. <laughs> yes. Like, so, yeah, uh, you, apparently... you established that his day job is driving a taxi, but obviously like his hobby yeah. is riding the gusts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one thing about whatever I'm doing is that yeah. I definitely take the vest off because it would be weird otherwise. Yeah. Is that a problem? 
Um, well, that depends. I feel like, yes, having this with you and just hooking up with a stranger while wearing the vest with the paper in it, yes. I feel like there's a role. Yeah, but what should it be? I think that it is finesse here, because this is oh, mostly yes. about hiding the paper, right? Okay. This is the youth taking off your vest. No one knows you have this, mm-hmm. but this is also not a place where people don't look for hidden things, right? So if someone sees like a very fancy-looking paper slip out of your vest, they mm-hmm. might get ideas. Fair enough. Uh, fortune roll? Uh, hmm. I, I'm wondering if I want to frame this in terms of position and effect. You know what? I will. I will frame this in terms mm-hmm. of position and effect. And uh, what the effect here will be is you might get a new contact from this. You might actually mm. strike a contact with someone you like. I think that's yeah. on the card. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the hunt for, you know, a significant other. Yeah. And I think you might make some progress towards that and gain a contact. So you have standard effect. But it's also risky because this person might find out that you have this paper. I don't think she is going to just like pilfer it from your pocket while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. But I think the main risk is she's going to talk. I see. Okay. Uh, position and effect for, uh, I guess, sleeping with some, hooking up with someone while carrying a contraband items that uh, half the crew doesn't know I have on me. Yep. Uh, yeah, now that you frame it like that, maybe this is desperate, actually. Okay. You know That's what? I will, I will let you trade for desperate great if you want. And I yeah, think I if think it's... So. Yep. Okay, desperate great mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Great effect because I am. I think this is someone. Hmm. Should we establish? I mean, maybe we can roll first and then we can like. Yeah, I was thinking that if you get the great effect, I have ideas about who this person is, but it will depend on the role. So. Okay. So that's you a great effect the... to have a good time. Very good. Yep. Time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh hmm. Obviously, no assists. <laughs> nope. Uh, hmm. Should I push myself? Is there a devil's bargain? Okay. Hmm. Sure. I have a devil's bargain. This is ridiculous off the top of my head. But sure. The devil's bargain is the reason you fell for this woman is that when she introduced herself, she said, Hi, I'm a thief. What do you do? <laughs> That's your devil's bargain. Like you got attracted to the fact that she's a thief and she introduced herself by it. See, that's my that is my type. Yep. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I will flag that I have this ability, but it probably doesn't apply here. No, nope, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. But I will read it out for the audience. When you perform feats of finesse, it's especially impressive. You get plus one dice when making an intimate connection with someone you've impressed. Since we have not yeah. impressed, that does not apply. No, well, we lost them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. A six. It's a six. So it's a desperate roll, and you have great effect. Sure. So add a new contact, mm-hmm. and uh, give. Uh, since you got great effect, here's what I'll do. I was going to tell you who it is, but since you've got a six, six you, the player, just determine what sort of contact you found. And it is basically, you know, someone that Bidrohi is really into and really likes. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, She's a thief. We know that about her. At least she calls herself one. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were talking about, like, making... So one of the uh, Eruvian playbooks that Johnston Metzger made mm-hmm. was the Rafiks, which yeah. are, like, basically blackmailers and like thieves and people who like yeah. sidle up to you become like really good friends with you and then they basically uh, yeah. steal all your belongings and, and shit like mm-hmm. that. 
Um, we were talking about, in fact, making them into a faction as well. Yep. Uh, so I think she is, even if we don't make them a faction, she is a Rafik. Yep, absolutely done. And I was going to say, consequence of, of her, the devil's bargain of her being a thief is that, yes, she is involved in organized crime. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, that's just straight up a thing. Yeah, so I so, guess she's a Rafik then. Yes, and the thing about the Rafiks is that they are just like, you know, sneak thieves and so on. They mm -hmm. are immaculately dressed they you know they know what kind of wine pairings and so on and all of that very cosmopolitan very sexy and all mm -hmm. that like excellent company gentleman thieves yep uh so hmm. i don't have a name for her i um, have a name for her in that case i think her name is mumtaz mumtaz okay yeah lovely right mumtaz rafik yeah it's not her real name to be clear but it's the name she gave you fair enough and you just you have a lovely time with her, and since you rolled a six, it's not that she wouldn't steal this paper off of you or blab about it or whatever, right? It's just she never actually notices it. You you fold the vest up neatly enough that even mm -hmm. as she casually checks if you have any coins in your pockets or whatever, right? She doesn't notice the letter folded into the lining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... Uh, hmm. So even though this person is going to be significant down the line, I think in this moment, I just think... There was some good sex. Mm -hmm. Good times. Yep. See you later. Bye. Mm -hmm. yep. And we don't have a scene about it as such, but we shall revisit yeah. this person. Yeah, absolutely. You had a great time with her. Okay. And yeah, like you said, immaculately dressed, really elegant, good at flirting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, her vest is almost as cool as mine. Yeah. Almost. Definitely. I, I, I mean... <laughs> Is I guess we're establishing that Alcader is just a vest connoisseur and has really amazing vest. He so. has excellent. He has way, ah. way way better fashion choice than you would ah. expect him to have. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Of course. Also, it's you know he needs a vest for his pocket for his watches. So yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I see. Yeah. And I realized that was also an important fact. Yes, yes. watches are very important to this man. This is. Mm -hmm. uh, establishing this for no reason at all. Anyway, um, yes, I think that we have about an hour left to play, and I'm mm -hmm. hyped to mm -hmm. keep playing, if you guys want to do it. Yes, yeah. I am. And I think I we have set ourselves up pretty much for a score, because you have just now gone, we have an important document, we plan to keep it, we've also told people we have it, and they're going to take it from us, right? <laughs> like, are they going to try? Yeah. So I think you were just straight up probably being attacked. <laughs> this is mm. but what we want to do is mm -hmm. <laughs> I I'm I don't know if you're going to have this conversation out of character, but I'm going to re uh, but I really enjoy the idea of Bidroid telling everyone else that he has arranged for us to get attacked. <laughs> yeah. I mean you could Oh man. <laughs> if you want to have the scene, then go ahead. We can keep it brief. I would love to have the scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I invite you all to a random rooftop first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. In the hospitality ghetto. Yeah. What's it? Hello, sister. Hello, auntie. Shere uh, Khatam, did you strike it off? Did you have a good time with Leo and, or Bahadur Badur? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, Badur, yeah. Great, great guy. Mm -hmm. Listen, either one of them can make you forget about Omid, okay? Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, okay. So, But you, you need to brief, uh, like, Shere Khatam about this. He was there. He was there while you were... Uh, Luring over them. Yeah, but like you, you should be here for the same. Yeah, he's here. I, I, yeah. I'm just in the background. I've got my hands behind my head, kind of just you know. Yeah, I had nothing, with the sort of like I had nothing to do with this. Huh? 
sister and auntie i have good news we are going to get attacked by this omit fellow and his distributable friends and since we know who we are going to get attacked we are in a position to jump jump on them from this rooftop please forgive this boy for all his sins okay so bitrohi uh i uh, some i have some questions is that okay can i ask you some questions is would you would you be amenable yes i am very eager to answer you any questions you ask excellent okay so first of all what did i tell you i told you not to follow me what did you do you came to the chipped cup you right? were there too okay so uh i want to i think uh, shrekhatham is kind of like protective of vitrohi like a younger brother is like ah auntie auntie no we were we went to the chip cup for a completely different reason right i mean this is this is a great plan you know i like back in kethris jumping off the mangrove trees uh onto the the udwasha mercenaries like it was it was great like it's going to be just like that i have a lot of experience don't worry about it See, see, Sherekhatham, he, can, he, he cannot wait to jump on this Umit person. I think at the same time where, where uh, Mushik says like, oh no, we went there for a different reason. Um, and we won't have it blend together in, in voice, but like in the world it would blend together. Uh, Moss says, really, I'm disappointed. I told you not to follow. No, well, we didn't follow. I mean, just because, you know, if you, if you were to go to a place... you know and i just happen to also be there doesn't mean i have followed you you know yeah, yeah. she says with a big time. grin <laughs> hmm. okay and i'm and i'm watching the dynamic with a with a smile and it's like hmm yeah hmm, hmm. Yeah, are so you like your sister out i'm not going to do anything okay i have i have asked you the first question now please be prepared for the second question this is an exam okay, okay. i stand at attention good when you went into the chipped cup did you know what kind of place it was yes i am very aware of all the hanky panky and skulldagery right and you did what you arranged for umid to come attack us in this place which you know is full of people who do skulldagery sometimes also the hanky panky and if i know omid he would have found out about this he would have come after us anyway it's just better that we lure him in this way at least we're in control and i'm going to look at the share and i will say i respect your battle instincts i understand you have a knowledge of this man and i believe you sure that he would have found out anyway i will do all of this if only you agree with me that it was a damn fool thing to do and you should not have done it well, i mean i don't know about that so seemed like a seemed like a good idea at the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so auntie we can do whatever we want so long as we admit it is stupid afterwards i am okay with this good i will take what i can get so you admit it was stupid yes also 
on in hindsight and then i take off the letter i should not be having this on me because i take my yeah, rest of the off when you see <laughs> i think i think that genuinely like dumbstruck like what are they going to say <laughs> i give it back to you i guess <laughs> i think they are just looking at this letter being like i lied saying i had it but it turned out that it was in the room when i was saying that so who's the bigger fool now and i'm just going to wordlessly look up both at bushfeek and at uh moss as if to be like yeah are you going to try and defend this um i did give him the letter so Uh no I, I don't see what the big deal is auntie like you know we we look uh, if anyone tried to take it you know yeah young vidrohi over here and i like would have been able to take care of the problems listen, listen auntie i know that no one read it because i was the person i was with she said she was a thief and i still have it so clearly she didn't see it okay that was pretty stupid yeah but she was pretty I... hot i think i'm going to look at vidrohi and i'm going to say um i'm sorry for doing this i think like if you 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 feel free to veto this if you like but i think um they are going to look at you and say we're going to walk out and we're going to fight and i'm going to thrash you into the ground so that you know that i'm the one you're meant to be listening to do you understand this come come okay. time and to sure, learn a lesson and show you the thing you know like in school when <laughs> <laughs> I think they have understood that the only language Pitrohi speaks yes. is the language of coolness yes. which is fine by them. Yeah, I would say that like you know in school when your friends get into trouble and you kind of create as much distance between them and you as possible. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. talking in yeah. class, miss. I wasn't yeah. talking yeah. in class. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Sure is doing that is like, "Oh no, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. okay. I will not be there when the thrashing happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the scene? Um yes, I think so. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Then let's do the engagement roll. Take like a 2 minute break afterwards just to give me some time to think about it and then we'll mm-hmm. carry on because we still yes, have a, a good good hour. So, uh my first question is not one of the engagement roll question. It is for Adiat. Is Omid part of the Jazail how do you pronounce it again? Jezail. So Yeah, the Jazail gang. He, is he part? Uh, he's on the list. He's on the list, but like yeah. we can. He's the second in command, is he not? Like I think you marked him down as the yeah. second in command, and okay. like that. That. Yeah. So, so then he is part of a pretty dangerous gang. Like this is not the whole gang coming after you. It's just Omid. Yeah. But I mean, if he's second in command of this gang, he has some resources. Good. Yeah, I will say so. Two things. Uh, first of all, um, with Omid, I was picturing him as kind of being like. like exactly what Sher was saying like you know he he's kind of everywhere like he's opportunistic right like he yeah. he sees something he takes it oh, yeah. he's kind of like um yeah i mean yeah, he would he would climb up the ranks i think so it makes sense uh-huh. for him to be in a thing like this secondly yeah. it's also good that he's part of a, a powerful gang because i don't want my you know this guy who i've been building up as my arch nemesis to show up in the first uh no. score and then we kill him no no I, yeah. I think that the odds of him dying are low. He is he is a survivor. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. So, right. but good. Then we know that we're going up against a dangerous gang. I think that you are doing the engagement because you are setting a trap. So... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So is this operation particularly bold or daring? Yes, you're setting a trap for professional mercenaries. Yes, it is very bold and daring. Yeah, so yes. you have two dice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? No. <laughs> no, because I think we know ex what he's going to do. Well, we, we might not know how he's going to do it, but we know he's going to come after us. Yeah. We, like, Fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So two dice. Does this plan mm -hmm. detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? No, you don't no. know anything no. about his fighting style. Right. Nor do I think he's strongest against this approach or has particular defenses, though. Because it's on your turf, so right. Yes, um, I will. Okay, so I think maybe like the way I'm, I've imagined this guy. I think he might actually have some defenses against things like this. Because after all, he fought in like he fought against the Ketrasi. Like ah, uh, yeah, it's the, true. The guerrilla fighters. Fight. Yeah. yeah. So he he's been ambushed before. Right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So you're back yeah. to one die. You're completely correct. Uh huh. Uh, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this yes. operation? Yes, I have a, a, the perfect contact for this, mm -hmm. which is my friend from back in the from back in Ketris. So I don't know if you want me to like detail things about him now. Uh, Tell me a little bit about him. All right. So I think that maybe like Share uh, and him weren't like all that close back, you know, when they were in sword school mm -hmm. together, but. They are both kind of like you know the few survivors of the the militia, right? And they're in Ulvasha. They've kind of got closer in that with through that shared connection. Yeah, I think that my uh, my friends are here. He is. I, I've described him as headstrong, refined, and also that he loves animals. But that's not important now. Um, so I think he, he's um, uh, he's kind of there, like. Pestering Cher to always like do the right thing. Like he, he he's more of the the like if if Cher's comic relief, he's a straight guy, right? He's always like you know he's very yep. persistent. Like Cher, do the right thing for your community. You know we're all here. We're all Katrissi, such and such, right? Mm -hmm. Um and so it's so he's gonna show up not because Sherakala went to him and asked for help. He's gonna somehow catch wind of this and then. Just uh, like you know, he's just gonna show up and go. Oh, hey, uh, Mush, how are you doing? I heard that you guys got into some trouble. You need some help, you know. And then he's yeah. just like, it's just an excuse for him to spend like uh, more time going that. Oh, you know, like uh, what, what we're doing yeah. here. Like, just imagine what we could do. You know, we are a team. We could do so mm -hmm. much for this community. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he is here, uh, is what you're saying. He will participate yeah. in the score. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Cool. Uh, are there any enemies or rivals interfering in the operation? We're not well, counting Omid now yeah. because yeah, he is... he's the target. Mm -hmm. I mean, my rival is Jackal, who leads another gang in Wundervest, but uh, I don't know how. I mean, she might interfere. Like, it's not. I mean, it's all the hospitality ghetto. Yeah. And it is in the Ketrisi part of it, but I yeah. don't know if this encroaches enough in her turf. I think it could. If you're saying mm. that she interferes, I think what I will do is I will bake together the consequence that Tree generated in this and say that, you know, Tree's consequence was word got out that there is something valuable yeah. in the district. And so I think it makes perfect sense for Jackal's gang then to be aware that 
there is a fight going down over something valuable. We don't know precisely what or who has it, but we want in, you know? Mm -hmm. So just to briefly detail Jackal, uh, mm -hmm. she leads a very small group of ex-mercenaries, mm -hmm. and they are basically vigilantes. Like, they see themselves as, like, sticking up for the little guy. Yeah. And for them, the little guy starts and ends at Scovlanders. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is a three-way fight between the Udwash and mercenaries, the Kethrisi, that is you, and the Skovlanders. Love it. Brilliant. Why not? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, so you're losing a die, you're back to one. Excellent. And finally, are there any other elements that you want to consider? There are two things here. You're on your turf, but they are higher tier. So, mm -hmm. I think we're staying on one die, just I feel like the, the fact that it is on your turf sort of works in your favor, so you're staying in one die. You also have a free downtime action, because it's on your turf, so one of you can take a downtime oh, action yeah. to prepare. Okay. Um, I have uh, one suggestion, mm -hmm. which is that um, my special ability uh, is a theologist. You know the secret ways to study the names of ancient powers, uh, mm -hmm. forgotten gods, and, or demons. Yeah. And I want to study the name of the House of Endings, so I might speak it for my own purposes on this score. What? Okay. Is that a dog? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, that's why I'm asking. Um, sure. If it's just uh, a flashback, then that like a that's flashback, also fine. Actually, I'm happy. I think it's a flashback, yeah. I don't think you need to acquire an asset to get this. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, I, if you want to acquire an asset, as in, like, a small demon on your side or something, I could count that as acquire asset, but this sounds more like doing magic during the score, so I think it's more of a flashback. Okay, okay, that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. How do we feel about acquiring a small demon, friends? Um, I mean, I love the idea. I yeah. think yeah. it's very funny that you said I was stupid and taking risks. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should do I, it so that I can, so that I can I, hold I it against like, you. Yeah, your ability does let you, like, your ability fictionally does let you just speak the names of, of dangerous things, right? So you can acquire them as, like, assets, I think. You can just, like... Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, great. Fantastic. Your, you know, your ability actually, kind of gives you a fictional position to get supernatural cohorts, but it's still going to be kind of shit, because you're not that high okay. tier. But, you know, you can try. That is true. Mm -hmm. uh, I now rework this. I am acquiring an asset, and what I'm acquiring mm -hmm. is I'm going to ask my weird friend, Shariar and Kayat, um, for a minor demon of Kayat uh, that right. I might um, call upon it. And I think uh, it's possible he might give me a name. Um, yes, absolutely. So Shariar and we Kayat. don't have to like, play the scene. Nope. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. if he's my friend, I need my close friend. I just get 1d6. Yep. Because uh, he's my friend, right? Uh, you roll tier and then you get the bonus. So yeah, you get 1d6. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. It's a five, so it's a tier zero demon. But I'll it's take what I can It's a tier zero get. demon. It's not <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we, this is established. Udwasha has like minor, rather yeah, like very minor ghost. It has like minor, a very yeah. minor demon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. So what in fact you get is a dust devil. It's from the desert. It's Excellent. it's a dust devil. Yeah. There's not much more to it. It whirls around. <laughs> it mm. causes That's people fine. to sneeze. What? Uh, like it causes yeah. people to sneeze. Yeah. That's helpful. That's helpful, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the, yeah, as you said, one of the minor, like, forces of Udwasha. To people who are not yeah. trained occultists, it will not look like anything stranger than just dust whirling in the air. It's just because you know its name, 
you have some yeah, ability to command them directly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really what not, I'm looking for. That's yeah, right. It will not necessarily look supernatural unless you command it to do something strange. And sure. because names yeah. are important, uh, I guess we'll give it a name. And I guess I'm calling this just as a callback to another game we've been in. I guess this guy is Samoom, greatly lessened yes! in power. Very good. So, yes. Yeah. Greatly less than all bastards. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, how how hard do we want to go on this score? Like, what is our win condition here? Are we trying to beat him, or are we trying to kill, um, or are we? I think we would prefer to... not to kill. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of heat. We yeah. need yeah. to make sure Sherekatam can date this man afterwards. Mm -hmm. I think your win condition, just to f how I'm framing it in terms of the score, is for them to be like, nah, this piece of paper isn't worth it. Yeah. Because, you know. For me, it's... like, out of character, the yeah. important thing is for us to reestablish that the Rising Moon, uh, not only is it back, not only does it still exist, but it's not a group to be fucked with. Yeah. Excellent. You're sort of staking a claim and scaring people off. Because I think the only reason why people are going for this now is that you seem like easy prey. Right, like that's yeah. that's why people target you. And if you prove that you're not easy prey, sure you're carrying something valuable, but I don't think valuable enough that like multiple people will die for it, especially yeah. since it's somewhat situational, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. Like Ramu, the leader of the gang, got killed by some old dude while attacking a family in their own house. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh, I don't know. I've I've heard this old dude used to be really dangerous back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, someone roll a die. Is this more? Uh, is this more Shere Katam's plan, or is it more Bidruhi's plan? Oh, I think, I think actual, it's his rival. Yeah, I think the actual um, like Bidruhi's plan may be to do this, but I guess the actual setup would be something yeah. that Shere Katam would do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then so you roll one d six. We got a five. Did we? Yes, we did. Oh, did we? No, we didn't. No. No, wait, why didn't it roll? Ah. Uh-huh. Let me try it again. Yeah, roll fortune. One. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. Oh, there you go. There. Oh, there we go. Oh, well. Hmm, well. It's a two. Yes. Excellent. Very good. Okay. Yes. Desperate position. We've got... Yeah. Uh, do we need to, like, cut immediately in 45 minutes, or do we have some leeway? I guess I should ask. We have some leeway. Okay. So, yeah, uh, where have you guys set up your ambush? Is it yes. on the rooftop that Bidrohi suggested? I may have an idea for why this is a desperate uh, situation. Yeah. So I think uh, it was uh, Shrekatam's idea that okay, what Omid usually likes to do when he's doing something like that is take up like take up a position like somewhere high up because you know he's been ambushed before. He wants to really survey the thing. Yeah. And so yes, it is a good idea to. Um, like also set up on our, our rooftops, and we could, and like we we chose one with a good view of the neighborhood, and we uh, thinking that well, Omid would come up here and we would ambush him there, but we yep. might have overestimated how much time we had, because in fact he's going straight to our now unguarded lair where the letter is. Yeah, makes sense. I, hey. I have an idea for this, uh, but yes, he's probably going straight around. This is an excellent proposal. So you guys have set up on a roof, and he is going just past it to your lair. Excellent. There is a, another reason why this is desperate. 
Um, my other thing to point out is that guns are a bigger deal in Uduasha. You can, it's not that you can't yes. have them, but we established that they will attract heat. So my question is, what load are you all on, and are you bringing firearms? Uh, well, I, I don't use any firearms, so mm -hmm. unless you count the, the grappling hook. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. So you are on um, normal load? Yeah. I'm in heavy load. Because mm -hmm. why wouldn't you be? It's a goddamn ambush. Yeah, but I I'm fight with my you, sash. So. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't mark guns later on. I just want to establish right now: Are you the sort of people who have guns? Right? It says something yeah, about yeah. your character. That's what I'm asking. So, mm -hmm. Saida, no. And um, Jericho, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I have. A, I I'm in normal load for first of all, uh, because I'm gonna be uh, blending in a little bit. Uh, but I will have concealed in some sort of backpack uh, a hunting rifle. Okay. I'm in light load because I am nimble. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, excellent. Cool. So we see you on this roof, right? And then I think uh, it's 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 night, so the district is more cleared out than it usually is. We hear some noise from the Skovlander bar in the distance. The shadowy moon shines down on the area. Most honest folk are asleep, though far from all, because work on the docks goes on in shifts at all times. And uh, I think the way that you become aware of what is going on is uh, you will hear, like you're not too far from your lair probably, right? So yeah. you will hear someone banging loudly on your door. Mm. And then kicking it in. I think that's what alerts you to what is going on. There's like three hard knocks, and then the person notices that your door is not the most secure, and so just kicks it in. Mm -hmm. Our school is now the school of hard knocks. Yep. Ah. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, yes. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> now that I've. Uh, okay, I need a second to recover from that. I have recovered from it. Uh, I turned aside okay. and say. Oh, it's a good thing that I gave the letter to you, Auntie, to keep. Oh. And I'm just going to turn, look at Bidrohi and say, um, I really think that I should thrash you properly. I don't... Your Cher's idea was that we will stand on this roof. I remember very clearly saying we should guard the vault. That's what the vault is there for. In any case, uh, come. Look, let's not let's not worry about you know whose fault it is. You know, when, uh, wait, wait, Auntie, are you saying that it is not with you? It is in the vault where it was supposed to be. Why would it? But be Auntie, with me? why did you put it in the vault and then agree to not be near the vault? And Peter is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> his like uh, yeah. his irony yeah. just suddenly shatters like what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, indeed. Uh, and then he's running. <laughs> while this is going on, we need um Okay, I've had another uh -huh. idea. If we're on a rooftop. Mm -hmm. Right? So um I'll flash back to when uh, I was at the table with uh, his friends and uh, Bahadur Badur was telling me all about hang gliding. Yeah. <laughs> yes, excellent. Yes. So I'm going to try to attempt. So I don't have a hang glider, so I'm going to uh -huh. try to attempt, but there might be a clothesline, you know, with some. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, with something nearby. And I'm going to try to 
manufacture and then f- glide down with this makeshift hang glider. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> sure. It sounds like a prowl. It sounds yeah. very desperate, and it also sounds... I'm not going to say zero, but I'm going to say limited effect. I don't think you can just, like, without pushing yourself or something, fly down right on top of them. But you can get there. Yeah. We have a, okay. we have a dust devil demon with us. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Give, give me a little boost with it, or wind. Or... Indeed. I think, like, I'm just going to see you do this, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fucking young people. And then, like, okay. I'm going to, like, close my eyes. And if this is an attune roll, it can be. If it's just, like, an assist, that's also yeah. fine. Whatever I think it's difference. a setup action to give effect oh, yeah, here. Yeah, okay. This makes sense. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it is an attune, right? Like, if yeah. I'm pulling upon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and um, because the engagement roll is desperate, your attune is also a desperate attune, desperate. as it were. One hundred. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Stan- yeah. Um, standard effect, though. You can set Sherry uh, Katam up here. I gotta ask for a devil's bargain when I'm summoning a demon. I gotta uh-huh. do it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So. Um. Hmm. So I have one it? wild one. Yeah. The demon oh, knows your name too. Uh-huh. Indeed. I was going to say, Hayat begins to learn my name. Uh huh. Um, um, hmm, 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 hmm. Is it good enough? No, I don't think it's, it's spicy enough. Uh, I think yeah. I will go for uh, the following uh, Devil's mm. Bargain, which is that. Uh, the, okay, this is even crazier, but I'm going to go for it. Samoom yeah. the Dust Devil will fall in love with you. That's the... Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you kidding me? One billion percent. Can I add Samoom to my contact sheet? Yes, you can. But this is not an uncomplicated relationship. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's not my favorite mm-hmm. contact or a nemesis. Yeah, it's just a I, dust I, will, I will quote Tanith Lee from Nightmaster, who said, A demon destroys what it loves. It is as natural to them as it is to burn the sheets of a dead man after a, of a sick man after a fever. Excellent. Like, yeah. Mm. Yes, A+. Plus. But uh-huh. it's okay, auntie. You are very smart and intelligent, and this will always work out. You mm-hmm. do not make mistakes. I, not only do I not make mistakes, uh-huh. um, I... Uh, this may not even be the first demon that's fallen in love with me. Who knows? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so desperate yes, standard. Mm-hmm. One bonus die. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Two fives. Okay. So, uh, who is here? Bidri has started running. So I don't think he's here to take the, the consequence of this. Is everyone else still I, on the roof? Well, yeah. I think I might be here. Okay. Yeah. So, everyone who's still on the roof will suffer this desperate consequence. You may all uh, ignore it, but a great wind blows up, and it will lift uh, the hang glider, and it will make it work, and everyone who does not roll a resistance roll is blinded by sand, because you just basically create a localized sandstorm. This is a temporary... It's a temporary level 2 harm. It will not, like, require healing. It's not that bad, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'm going to uh, resist, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. By here, I went um, near the shop rather than on the roof. Okay, so you're not on the roof. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Then it's just yeah. Shere, Katam, yeah. and Saida who need to resist it. This is fine. I'm actually going to mark armor here. Um, okay, and... I think if you mark armor, you resist it fully. And what does that okay, armor look fair. like? 
Well, I mean, I knew it was going to summon a dust devil, mm -hmm. right? So, like, I, as soon as this happens, I uh, bring out, like, from inside my robes, uh, I bring out, like, a mask of some kind, right? Mm -hmm. Like, some kind of, like, protective eyewear. Yeah. Um, and, like, I quickly, oh, maybe it's not even that. No, I know what it is. It's my, it's, it's a sash that I'm wrapping around my face and mm -hmm. my head, right? Yep. So that, like, I'm protected. Mm -hmm. Um. And I will just curse and say, um, ah, should have practiced, should have practiced. I'm just muttering to myself that, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, should not have done it without trying it out first. But Yeah, so your dust devil has now turned into a localized sandstorm. This may cause problems later, but for now, the effect is right. blinding you and Sherikatam. And Sherikatam is rolling resist, or...? Yeah, actually, mm, I do have my tiger uh, taxidermy mask. I don't know if that's going to help. You can mark you can mark armor to resist it. I think it's a fair to interpret it that way, you know. Okay. So I'll mark that that resist the uh... It resists it fully. Oh, so I don't think we ever decided of what load this tiger mask should take. One, I think, is fitting. Okay. And that's what it is that's at. That's what so spirit masks are. Yeah. Alright, there we go. So tiger my tiger spirit mask has uh saved me from the sandstorm. Yep. And I think now all there is left to do is yeah. Now you're a desperate standard to fly because there's a very strong wind. Mm. So desperate standard is fine. Okay, so I did. I think I did mark a stress for the flashback to be able to create the hang glider. Can I mark another stress to get a bonus die? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's count it into a push. Okay. Right. okay. I think it's, I think it's sort of fair. All right, here we go. Okay. Oh, uh, I, well, I was going to assist. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Look at uh -huh. that. Yes. You have a six. I, if you want to assist, Pedro, you can. It might be a crit. Mm, nah, I'll save my okay. stress. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. So it's a six. <laughs> you, yeah. you fly uh, in heedlessly over all of this. Since you have standard effect, I guess you get there first now. Just, I mean, you're flying. That's a good deal faster than running. Unless yeah. Moss is lurking nearby enough. But I, I'll... Yeah, Moss, you can introduce yourself in the scene as needed, I think. But I yes. will first describe what Mushfik sees. Right, so you fly in, and do you drop in through the roof? Is that your plan of entry? Or do you drop in, like, just before the door? Because, I mean, they have gone inside. Um... Well, maybe I can crash through the window because that's like that's the coolest thing to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you come in through the window on your hang rider. Omid goes. Omid flinches back and goes like, "Holy shit!" And uh, what you see in this room is three people. One of them is Omid. He is standing up. He has a weapon drawn, probably some kind of a, a sword or knife, because these people are also not going to use guns and draw undue attention, right? Um, even though they're normally gunmen. The other man is his second-in-command, who you recognize. His name is Necktie. He is famous for, well, tying mm. people up on a noose. The third person is uh, tied up on a noose. And uh, it's mm. Alkader, your, your friend. Oh, shit. They, mm. they have a hostage. Sense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, yeah, why would you asked, not do that? Yeah, correct. They asked him some questions. And, yeah. They were not... Super happy with the answers, but they were answers. Yeah. Is Alka there? You know, is he dead or what? No, no, he is, is... but the yeah. necktie is about to hang him. Their plan okay. is, you know, we're in your house, we're going to rig it up so that we can hang this man. Um, right, 
And, you know, th then we're going to ask you and him very nicely to give us the document. All right, so th th uh, this is not like a consequence of anything. This is just what's happening. Yeah, this is just what's happening. This uh, okay. is part of why, why it's desperate, right? They right, have okay. him hostage in, and will... in a position to strangle him if they want to. Right. If I may, I will <laughs> react immediately to this. So I think I've got the element of surprise here, and I can <laughs> see what's going on. So the first, I'm just going to... I know that the first thing to do here is to save Al-Qadr. Yeah. Out of trouble. So I will rush at uh, Necktie and uh -huh. deliver a precise kick to his knee, like his standing knee, uh -huh. uh, yeah. and to, uh, with enough force to po possibly uh, bend it the wrong way. Uh-huh. And I think that because I have I've got the limit of surprise and I've got ambush, I should get an extra die for this. Oh yes, you definitely do. I do however think it's still desperate. Not so much yeah. because like there are two against one, but because you're doing this through a window and there's still like you might hurt yourself very badly in this process just by means of how you're doing it, right? So Oh yeah, I mean you know they don't call me for yeah. a for nothing. Yeah. It, but... it doesn't say who's ending. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it does not. But you do have standard effect. I think you can definitely like knock this guy down. Like not knock him out, but you know, get him to drop Alcadir and get him to fall to the floor. Yeah. And so pull this guy as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Assume skirmish was the right. Mm -hmm. Yes, skirmish yeah. is correct, and you rolled a five. Okay. Excellent. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> you do as you say. You kick him in the knee. Uh, Alcadr escapes, grabbing at like the rope that is still loose around his neck, but you know, it's still very scary. They haven't tightened it, but it is there. He like flails at it, tries to get it loose. Necktie falls over, and uh, then Omid, I think, recognizes you. Right? He knows that mask. He knows that person. I don't know if he was expecting to run into you, <laughs> though. Of course he was. He's always there. Yeah, of course he was. Mm -hmm. So, I think uh, what he does is he says, long time, no see. And then he stabs you in the eye. Oh, shit! <laughs> oh my and god, uh, he, yeah. he, he's, he, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger levels of action hero pun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he, he spins the knife around, he jams it towards your face, and you're looking at the level 3 harm blinded. Yeah, okay. I mean, Again. you got to resist. Yeah, you, were, you were facing it just before, but I think it makes sense for him to like stab you through the eye holes, right? Because the yeah. mask is protecting you, so that's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. I mean, eh. let's see what happens. Oh, yes. There we mm -hmm. go. So, I mean, uh, well, I mean, actually, he shouldn't have tried to go for the head, because the head is actually a fairly nimble part of your body. So uh -huh. I, can, I can dodge, yeah. and... Create the yeah. distance to size, you know, think about my next move. Yes. I mean, you only right. downgrade this from a level 3 harm to level 2, and obviously, obviously, right, as you move your head out of the way, he leaves a cool wound down your cheek. Yeah, of course. Like, cut cheek, level 2 harm. Yeah. I think and it's time yeah, to, to intervene. Uh, I was about to say, yes. Yeah. Come on in, Moss. So, my plan was to, like, pretend to be like just a member of the crowd and then just ambush them with yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, there is no crowd in our house as far as no. I'm aware, except no, for the again. one that has just entered. Yes. Again, is there a crowd watching this? I assume there uh, would be. 
yeah, there is a crowd gathering to watch this absolutely outside. Well, excellent. Well, what I was going to say is, huh? um, I have a, a special ability, forgettable, that makes it easier for me to pass as member of a group. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wouldn't it be fun when they're all like filing in, you know, mm -hmm. uh, if just like an extra person entered with them? Yeah, you can totally have done this. Omid doesn't have like a big gang with him because his plan was not to make this a fight. His plan was to make this a hostage situation. But, you know, yeah. you can be part of his small gang. I think it's valid. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to... I'll, I'll, I guess what's what's gonna be my plan right now is just to have to like walked with in with them as casually as possible, mm -hmm. and uh, now put a knife on somebody's throat with you know hostage situation. Excellent idea, Omid. Um, uh, but I this would probably be a role. Yeah, I think you're going for the guy who's on the floor then, who was just kicked in the knee. Like mm -hmm. he's probably the logical target. So yeah, his name is Necktie. He is a fairly large, like, scare, scarred and scary man. And he gets his name from his skill with a noose and with, like, whips and ropes and things. Yes. And you can absolutely rush towards him. Uh, yeah, it's an action roll. It's... I think you're set up enough now that it's risky, probably, because you have the drop okay. on them. I don't think it's fully desperate. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be finesse because I have been, like, just kind of casually walking in behind them. Yeah. Yeah, I think Fidesz is perfectly fine. Uh, risky standard. Yeah, I think you can take ne Necktie hostage with a... Uh, risky standard, one bonus die. I think mm -hmm. I'm just going to roll, roll it this way. Bonus die is from Forgettable, my special yeah. ability. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to see what happens this way. Okay, cool. So you're just going to pick this guy up. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's um, a five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. So you rush forward. And uh, you get a knife to this guy's throat. And the consequence, unless you resist this, is that someone else had your exact idea. And there is a fourth person filing in behind you, a Skovlander. Excellent! Um, unfortunately, I am far too perceptive for that to have uh -huh. happened to me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to resist with insight. Uh -huh. uh, then you will just be aware that the Skovlanders have, in fact, arrived. They are the gawking yeah. crowd. And I think... It's not so much that Jackal and her people planned this. I think it's just opportunistic, right? Like, there's something going down in the Ketrisi district. Let's go check it out. And uh, now they're going to take advantage of it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Double fours, two sex, two, two, sex, two stress. stress. Yep. <laughs> so uh, you pull Necktie up with a knife to his throat while Alcadar struggles to get out. And Omid, I think, backs off. Like, you guys are kind of blocking the door for him at this point. So he backs off towards the back of your house. He growls slightly in a deep, like, charming voice. We'll cut away to Saida and Bidro in a moment. But yeah, no he holds up the... Uh, the weapon, and he says, Listen, this is all just a terrible misunderstanding. We're just here for the paperwork. Fred, uh, the only paperwork you're going to be doing is uh, with the Fasun. Fusan, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll uh, you know, I don't uh -huh. know. Or signing a death certificate. <laughs> okay. Omid's, Omid's mm. one-liners are just much better. Yeah. 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 Maybe uh, that's but, also why Sherlock Hubbard doesn't like him. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, outside, Pedro is running towards this place and will be arriving only a moment sooner, only to see that a small group of Skovlanders have arrived. And uh, I think you will see among them Jackal. And describe her for a moment, like when you see her. Jackal's aesthetic is like a badass Western outlaw. Ah, she's got so. a big leather hat. She's got uh-huh. like, you know, those kinds of jackets that have like those leathery tassel looking things. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like she's like yeah. wearing one of those. And yeah. she's probably like leaning against like uh, a sort of like fence, uh, just like watching all of this. She's got like two, like not revolvers. Or maybe revolvers, because she is ex-military, so maybe she does have revolvers. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, multiple guns, and just kind of uh-huh. watching the whole thing. Yeah, she spots you, you spot her as you're rushing towards the place, and as she spots you, I think, you know, she's she's, she's good at seeing an opportunity when she's got one, right? So mm-hmm. she says, All right, boys, looks like his babysitters are busy. Grab the pretty boy, will ya? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's sending her thugs towards you to just grab you, because... Your rivals. Uh-huh. So, and he's uh-huh. like quite fast, I think. Uh, and he's on light load and so on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then before he was able to burst into the scene, he took a minute to kind of make sure his flower crowns properly arranged, make sure yeah. the vest and so on, like, uh-huh. you know, of course. better look presentable. And then he sees Jackal, and then he kind of like uh, pops a breath mint, because, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Oh, Jackal, uh, what, what is this? You're sending... Uh, you- you don't need like all these intermediaries. We, you and I, we can have a one-on-one. Which well, I mean, I'm, I'm not necess- I, I'm not necessarily sure that's an action role in the sense that I have no idea if it would work. <laughs> I mean, you the sort of person who does duels mm-hmm. with flair. Yeah. So I, I'd be like, no, Jekyll, come, 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 just, just you and me. Uh, look, mm-hmm. listen, uh, Hamish, you are, you, you and I, uh, you know, uh, you're cool, but you're not as cool. Okay. Uh-huh. Back off. Okay, wow. sure. I think wow. you're in a position to try to do this. I think you're in a position to try to sway. <laughs> it's obviously desperate. Yes. Uh, and I think it's limited at that. I don't think that you can just... I, I feel like, you know, she has some amount of, of flair, but she also cheats. Clearly. Yes. So... <laughs> okay. So desperate limited it is. Okay. Uh, desperate limited. It's a sway, I mm-hmm. believe. Makes sense yep. to me. Can I take a bonus day for her? <laughs> no, that's your sense. rival. That doesn't make any sense, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not a son or a time action. I'm also uh-huh. doing this at her. Mm-hmm. So I think that worked. Work. Yeah. Disparate Limited is fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to roll it as it is. Yep. And see how it goes. Mostly because I don't particularly care either way. Yep. 36. It's that. Well, I had a fun consequence in mind, but uh, I mean, mm-hmm. she she fights for her people. You are not her people, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I guess you have drawn enough attention from her mm-hmm. that uh, she just she like waves at Hamish, and uh, she she steps forth like uh, sachets forward, and is just like taking advantage of the situation, right? And then she draws a gun and shoots. Not at you, just like in the air to cause even more trouble. Because fuck does she matter if he takes you down? If you get arrested, that works. So 
Mm -hmm. I mean, really, some shit is going down in your lair. Mm -hmm. So you have her attention, and she is not about to, like, engage with you herself, but nor is she sending her thugs after you. You kind of got what you wanted, right? Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. like she isn't going to try to, to take you out either, but she's just making the situation worse. Mm -hmm. Now, Jekyll, that gun, very cool idea. Uh, let's get more people involved. Why not? We are all having a good time. You sit there and you look sexy as you always do. Just like watch there and just like, you know, let, let us do our thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, yeah, uh, and I think this is precisely what you get. Like, she's not going to attack you in this moment just because she realizes that that might be too much work and get her in trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that and, sense, you get what you want, but not quite. Yeah, then I just, I think, head into our temple and I just uh, observe what's going on. What is the current tableau? Hmm. Current it's tableau. not a temple anymore. No, it's not a temple anymore. It's that's your that's smithy. That's I, think uh, I, I, I think mentally I see it still as the temple. Uh-huh. Moss is a uh, Moss is holding a scarred man at knife point. Omid is standing back as if he's ready to talk, and in fact he was just ready to talk. He just wanted to do the paperwork. What is Mushvik doing? Is he like also standing or is he ready to rush Omid or uh, I think when I try to like just engage him in combat, just because mm -hmm. I think uh, mm. Because I wanted to say something before you do that. Okay, yeah. So you're like preparing to fight him, right? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. I think that's obvious. I walk in and I say, okay, okay. Based on the way you're looking at this man, uh, Shere Khatam, I am assuming that this is the Umid. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I do not want to cast judgment on your taste, but this man is ugly as shit, sir. <laughs> uh, that's, what I've, that's what I've been saying all along. Why do you want to fuck him? What? Uh, Omid! Yeah. Do you yeah. know? Wait, can, can this be a, a setup action to get... I, I don't know if, this would, if that's what you are trying to do, but it's almost like a setup action to have yes. Omid so confused. Sure. Sure. This man, he cannot shut up about you. He's like obsessed with you. And like, you look at you. You look like something like the cat shut out. Uh -huh. I'll, uh, I'll allow oh it, so we're allowed to do a setup action. I think it's risky because no one is threatening Bidruhi personally at the moment. Uh, what the hell kind of action is it? Uh, hmm. Is it sway, a sway? I think, yeah. I think so. Deception. Yeah, sure. mm -hmm. uh, hmm. Sway to completely discombobulate people. Uh, yeah. hmm. yep. What kind of position and effect am I looking at? Uh, I think you're looking at risky, but standard. It's a setup action, so risky standard. Mm -hmm. I also want to point mm -hmm. out that I've now started a clock for the Fursan arriving. I think mm -hmm. this makes sense for how things happened with Jackal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's fine for me, risky standard. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously yep. always down for desperate grid, but I can't really see the desperate position I'd put myself in. Oh, sorry, I can't really see like what I'd say to change the situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Risky standard it is. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to push myself. Okay, I have I have a way you can make okay. this be great, actually. Okay. I okay. think if you're going for great effect, you will set up uh, Mushvik, and we'll also get Alkader back in the action, if you're going for great. Because like, he is just trying to unentangle himself for a rope, but I think if you, are, <laughs> if you are saying things, talking is his whole thing, right? So maybe you can get him riled up and join you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, listen, uh, Sars, he said that nobody is perfect, don't get me wrong, and I'm sure he was thinking exactly of you, Omid. You are very yes. unperfect. <laughs> yes. So are you switching to Desperate Great? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, desperate, great. Uh, I will push myself. Listen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Five. Okay. okay. Sorry, no, guys. Uh, with great action, Alcatar gets back to his feet. He gets disentangled. He's like hot on his heels. And you have also set up. Uh, uh, set up. Um... Me. Yes. Quick. And the desperate consequence, unless you resist this, is that Alcadar uh, gets up. He is like riled up. He's very afraid, but he's back in the action. And he goes like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes. We cannot hide from the truth. I will." I will have you charged for this, guards! <laughs> and he will actually draw the Fursan here because he has just been assaulted and he is an upstanding citizen. He will not stand for this. Mm -hmm. hmm. So unless you resist it, the local law enforcement is going to show up and Alcadar is convinced they will be on his side and he will not be entirely correct about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will... Uh, I think as he is about to... I see that he's about to yell for guards and I say, no, 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 sir, sir, sir. You must let the course of the heart work itself out, okay? These uh, people, th these two uh, men, they are deeply in love, but they also have many issues. They must work it out with themselves, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ponders your wise words, roll your resistance, see how it stresses takes you. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's about to shout, then he hears you, and then he nods sagely and he says, Nobody knows the reason for my silence. And Very wise, sir. Yes, because he doesn't either. He's not totally sure why he didn't do that. But, Very good. Uh, the clock still ticks a little, but it does not fill. So mm -hmm. the law has not arrived yet. I will tick okay. it once. I think it's fair. I mean, is it bad for the law to arrive? I mean, we are under attack, kind of. Right. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's mostly that the law doesn't like you. So right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I also Listen. would like to point out that um, we don't get to establish ourselves as badass if yes, exactly. we have to oh, need good. help from yeah. the law. Uh -huh. yeah. We will cut back to Saida for a moment. And what you are dealing with is that the sandstorm is all around you. Like, yes. Part of the consequence was the blinding, part of the consequence was this dust devil. And you took the devil's bargain that it is in love with you and it's now orbiting you. So you're at the center of a sandstorm. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's it's fine. not leaving you. Yeah, so I think what I'm going to do is um, I'm in the middle of this storm and I have no doubt that there is a ton of stuff going on downstairs that's just a bad idea for everybody. <laughs> but I need to do something about that. So I think I'm going to speak into the storm and I'm going to like call upon Samum. I'm going to speak its name and I will say, because I don't necessarily know that it's fallen in love with me yet. Right? Nope. Nope, you just yeah, know that it for some reason refuses to leave you alone at the moment. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think I'm just going to say, um, Samum, devil of dust and storm, I humbly beg thee to attack those who wish me harm. Those mm -hmm. who are not of Catharis, who attack even now this holy temple, question mark. I mean, she doesn't say question mark out loud, but you yeah. know what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, and basically, I want to try and convince it that uh, I'm under attack. It is bound to protect me, and therefore it must go do this. Um, mm -hmm. Saida does not know, of course, that like actually what it, what it may be thinking is, uh, oh no, the love of my life may die mm -hmm. before yeah. I get to kill them. 
Yeah. All right. So you have a plus one die for knowing its name and all that. And yep. uh, uh, that, I think, is established. You are trying mm. to command, however small, you are trying to command the supernatural with, like, you have the ability yeah. to do this, but I still think it's desperate yes. because... Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Situation is screwed up. Yeah. I think you have... Effect depends a little bit on... So if you are just trying to get the sandstorm to, like, fly towards the scene of the action and indiscriminately fuck shit up over there, you have standard effect. Mm. If your mm. goal is to get it to do something more precise, you have limited effect. Yeah, I do want it to be more precise. Um, yeah, so then it's desperate limited. Because I think yeah, it's, it's a sandstorm. It's by its nature not particularly yeah, yeah. accurate. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it's important for our reputation if I'm able to uh, do mm -hmm. this. Yeah. So I'll push myself for effect. And mm -hmm. I'll have one die, because I, I, it's only one. I have zero dice in command, but I yeah. think that's fine. Right. So you wanted um, to attack Omid, basically. Like, he is the armed yes. man. He is the visible threat. Okay. Yeah. But, like, one of the reasons that I'm saying off Ketheris is that I, like, out of character, I'm kind of like, hey, the Scotlanders aren't off Ketheris either, right? That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. Um, maybe they make more sense as a target, because Omid actually is yeah. Ketheris, kind of. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so the Scotlanders are the target. Fair enough. Yeah. But it does contribute towards your goal. All right. Yeah. Desperate standard. So, desperate standard, one die. Mm -hmm. um, a there's a one in six chance of a six. It's fine. But it was a one, mm. in fact. Okay, is that including I rolled a one die from your ability? Yes, correct. Okay. It was exactly one die that I rolled. Incredible. So, I think you order the sad store to protect you, and that is precisely what it is going to do. Mm. And so... It will whirl in around you and like whip and start to like tear into your clothes and your skin and just mm. like tight spin tighter and tighter and tighter. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's a demon. It destroys what it loves. So it's trying to protect yes. you by sticking to you. I think what's happening yes, here is. is that you take a level three harm. And mm. yeah, I, I think this is desperate enough for this. You take a level three oh, yeah, harm. Sure, your clothes and equipment are going to get pretty fucked up because you are like yeah, being okay. sandblasted. Yeah, okay. So I would like to resist this. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm gonna do it again by speaking its name. Because I mean what what like I mean that's what I do now. I've got my one thing. I just gotta lean on it. Mm -hmm. Um I think another called another effect of this is that this is starting to look more and more overtly supernatural, right? Like this was a yes, dust yeah. devil. Now it's some sort of weird yeah. one woman tornado. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I will just say, Samoon, I bid thee cease! <laughs> um, and maybe it's a resolve. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Go for a resolve resistance. And I will give you a choice if you resist this. I did. So, I took one stress. Yes, so either you can just reduce the harm to level 2. Mm. That's uh, mm. the simple consequence. Or I think, uh, since you asked it to... Uh, well, what was it you asked it precisely? What were your words? I bid thee cease. I bid thee what? Stop. Just stop. Cease. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the the other way you can resist this is to just have that happen and just lose mm. the dust devil altogether in this scene. So either Oof. a level two harm or your cohort is just basically I it think... takes level three harm instead because it you know it gets yeah sad. it's just level yeah uh -huh. I think that's fine because I think. You know, it's going to come back during downtime, and then it's going to be a problem. Yep. Um, but for now, I think it's, yeah, I'm happy to lose it. Um, okay. And it'll be sad. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So there is this like brief one woman tornado. You shout at it. It disperses. It flies into dust. And mm. I think as it disperses and flies into dust, we see Jackal outside cast an eye up and go, Boys, ain't that his grandma? <laughs> yes. Come at me, bro. Yeah, I absolutely. think this is where we'll wrap up the score. Yeah, I think yeah, Excellent. Jackal's goal is just to like kidnap someone. <laughs> it's... Yeah, yeah, she wishes. Yep. Yeah. Here close the doors to the house of endings. Those who dwell within are Sohem, called Clo, Adiat, called Soap, Sametri, called Tree, and Emma. I have been Prince, your host. Our city of Uduasha is based on Blades in the Dark by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions, with special thanks to Johnstone Metzger. Follow us on Twitter, or support us on ko-fi.com slash If you want to engage further with us, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash where you will get our newsletter, extra content, and updates from Uduasha. Zahir, I think, is like the more honorable, more yeah, refined okay. friend, and he's like, you know, he'll, he'll, if he's in a duel, he'll do it the right way around. He'll be, like, yeah. he's not gonna wait. He's not gonna be like, oh yeah, sure, I'm gonna like, uh, yeah. But he's gonna say, I'm gonna uh-huh. angle myself so you can sneak up on him. He'll be like, ah yes, my friend, you're here. Yeah. Let us down yeah. together. So that that is exactly what he does. He turns to us. He goes like, brother, don't worry, I have him right where I want him. And I go like, shut up, you idiot! I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. and so what do you do? Seeing them clash, like they're testing each other, circling each other with the drawn swords. I'm gonna ask Zahir where he was this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Zahir, uh, we did specify that you were bringing your friend, but we also specified that you were surprised by the attack happening at the lair. So, Sahir goes like, Sorry, I was a little slowed down, a little delayed by this whole change of venue. I don't know my way around the rooftops of here, okay? They're very bad. I fell through one. You're always, I mean, you're always on my case about doing the right thing and being, like, you know, on the ball and you show up <laughs> to this fight, like, ten minutes too late. Like, <laughs> speaking about doing the right things, make sure you and your people tie your roofs properly, damn it! <laughs> I know it's just standing there listening to this. Yes, I mean, I, I imagine that, like, you know, they cross blades a couple of times, but Omid seems pretty amused by the whole situation. And then Omid, I think, says, like, I hate to break up this tearful reunion, but the Fusan are here. <laughs>